happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another exciting adventure of the Rocketeer Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of the greatest adventure movie Walt Disney ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston-directed feature, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Hal Bryan, the airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And Jim, as promised yesterday, we're welcoming back Royanna Black. She's, Hi. There she is again. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. That was so weird. <laughs> that was, it was a good, it was, good line. It was high. That. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was very nice. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's take it take it again from Rihanna's entrance. And Rihanna, what I want you to think about this time. <laughs> oh, my the, God. I'm is, getting notes on my podcast. <laughs> well, podcasting is <laughs> What does my career come business. to? <laughs> more intensity. We need, yeah. Right. Yeah, faster, more intense. The George Lucas School of Direct. Oh, God. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's all, this is the future. This is the future of entertainment. Just people. I'll take it. People it's, with these with these earbuds looking out the window going, why am I listening? And it's in, it's in terrible hands, if yes. you don't mind me saying so. Yes. <laughs> all those, all I those, disagree. All those people shoveling laundry into their dryers at the laundromat and, and having their earbuds stuck in their ear listening to this going, I really picked this particular podcast. There's millions of them out there. So, uh, but we are we are back uh, in the diner at the Bulldog, watching uh, a soup covered uh, soup covered Jenny Blake gently smiling as she's dabbing in her water glass uh, to get rid of the impossible task of getting rid of tomato soup from that white pinafore, while uh, while Cliff Secord, our hero, licks a, a toy airplane wheel and hands it back to a ten year old girl. So that's. <laughs> It's entertainment right there. And Rihanna was debating as to whether or not that was attractive. <laughs> um, I've decided and, since yesterday's episode, it is it is not. I thought about the 10-year-old girl part, and you're right. It is simply just to clean the wheel. <laughs> Which in itself thing. is there also... apparently yeah, no napkin. I know. Right. I heard it come out of my mouth, Al. <laughs> now that she's got her wheel we're clean. Moving on. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, um, no. Things happen. They really do. Uh, I, I, the thing that I like Jennifer Connelly's acting here is that she thought this out about how to deal with a real impossible boyfriend who takes, you know, it's like, what are we going to do? Well, let's go over to the place where I work and we'll go and eat with all the people that I work with because I just can't leave the job I'm le- I'm working at. And she's just coming, trying to come up with the nicest way of saying, hey, here's here's something that could be your idea. Yes, she is very delicate about that. Yeah. yeah, she really is. You know, sometime maybe away from the airfield. And then, and then of course, he's, you know, comes back with the Copa, the Brown Derby. Interesting that, that he mentions the Copa. Like, are they going to fly to New York, apparently, for dinner? <laughs> but uh, what's the, There's a place up in Burbank that's really popular that was a hamburger joint that everybody used to go to, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, <sighs> Rihanna, you might not know. Hamburger. It, it's not Hamburger. Hamburger Hamlet, no. No, no, no. It was like the <laughs> Chateau or something, or the... Swiss chalet or one of those. Ah, it'll hit me. It'll hit me right after we finish. I may have mentioned in the last podcast that I was about a cheap date. Yes. So <laughs> you didn't go to Hamburger Hamlet. I perhaps didn't go there. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I don't know where it is, but I'm sure. But yes, well, all they're talking about is trying to line up in this situation. They're trying to line up the idea that there is a place called the South Seas, which there wasn't. But uh, they're trying to say that the uh, the South Seas Club is. Uh, Along the lines of the Brown Derby, or even even better, really, you know, because that's that's the one that comes in third. Yeah, you know, why not the South Seas Club while yeah. you're while you're dreaming? <laughs> so, yeah, and it's so nice when she comes back and says, "We well, you know, we'll have a real night on the town after you win the nationals." And again, <laughs> you've got she supports uh, his career and he repeatedly insults hers. He's a jerk. It's, it's, He's just it's pretty much what it is. He's yeah. just a dude. 
Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, yeah, I do like all the whiplash that the boys at the uh, the counter get. It's like, oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> and then you know, like everything they're thinking as they roll down the camera, the camera rolls down the aisle. It all just falls out of Malcolm's mouth. Just, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoa. And and uh, you know, Margot Martindale steps in. Millie, she's trying so hard to just shut him up. Here's yeah. some coffee. Here's anything. Put this in your face. You know, she could have just given him the wheel. Yeah. Why don't you <laughs> suck on the wheel for a minute, Malcolm, and shut up? But uh, he does not. Uh, he does not take the hint. Ah, uh, wow. And I did. I, I did. I didn't realize until this moment that uh, he works for Bigelow. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's right on the back of his yeah. uh, back of his coveralls. We noticed that in that scene. And so. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's right. He's actually a Bigelow employee, which gives me pause to wonder if does Peavy work for Bigelow? I mean, as a contractor, he does because he's working. You know, they do the clown act and all that jazz. Uh, it never hit me that that Malcolm is a Bigelow employee. It, and, and you, yeah, how many people are directly employed by Bigelow? Do we do we know? That's a good question. Hmm. I don't. Uh, you know, I don't know if we if we really ever get a strong sense for it. How many people work for him versus uh, you know just uh, people who are wandering up who are helping out at the air show? How many are independent? Uh, I don't think we know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Skeets works for him or Goose. I think Skeets and Goose are like hired hands that hang out at the at the airfield and work for. I don't think Peavy works for Bigelow. I think Peavy rents space in the in the hangar. Yeah, I think Peavy's totally independent. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a mechanic who who does work on um, Pratt and Whitney and uh, I forget who the uh, Curtis right. The, uh, there's a Curtis ad up on top, so he might do. Yeah, was he? as part of Bigelow's stuff. Right. Probably works on, you know, would work on a little bit of everything and, and would be the local, local tinkerer. Wow. That never struck me. And of course I've seen him, you know, seen Malcolm. He only has the A uniform. He only, he, he doesn't, well, this and the, and the clown. Well, that's later. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yes. The clown seen, suit is always a spoiler, Jim. Yes. Remember that. Never. <sighs> yeah. But he's still, he's still in his A. And costume. that poor gasoline truck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. One after another. Now I have a question. The first guy, <laughs> I, I I can't I, I can't be certain of this. The first guy in the row with the hat is that Joe Johnston. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know I am just now scrubbing to tw- second twenty five. I swear that's Joe yes, Johnston. Yes, it it is. No, I, really? I, I, I'm sure of it. You look yeah. at pictures of him at the time. Uh, number one, he's never been photographed smiling, that's apparently true. ever. Really? And, uh, is that like a thing? I, I don't know if it's a real thing or not. We uh, at some point, sometime soon, we'll ask somebody who knows. Yeah, him. I think I think and, we'll uh, ask somebody who knows. Yeah, and, and we'll uh, huh. we'll we will mention that. But you know what? You look at yeah, second twenty four, twenty five. He's turning. He's looking just before the uh, the panning starts. Yeah, I think that's our Hitchcock moment there. That I think that, that is that is Joe. I'm 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 eighty eighty five percent sure. Yep. Okay. Good oh. eye, guys. Wow. And Royanna, you were here for this. Yeah. I, I know. I'm why I'm literally like Gosh, what did like, you just call it? Scrubbing? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that too. It's like the moon landing. Yeah, it's just wow. Uh, <laughs> it's, yes, it's one it's small just step. Like and the and moon it, heaven knows who's cooking the hamburgers. I just <laughs> I know. That's it's it could be probably, one of the Gordon brothers, yeah. Just from or the, it's it's probably Neil Armstrong yeah, back there could, actually could cooking be. hamburgers. Could so, be. But you know. wow. Well there we go. Chuck Gigger played a janitor in the right stuff, so who knows? You know, watching this really? like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's in he's in the right stuff. He's in the the bar with um Pancho uh, Barnes. The uh if you watch if you watch that film. 
<sighs> wow, I feel we had a breakthrough here today with that. That was yeah. <laughs> very exciting. I feel like the uh, the the progress we didn't quite make uh, on your your miserable date story from yes. yesterday. Yeah. I feel oh. like this is the catharsis we've been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, there we are. It's, it's closure. Wow. <laughs> somehow. Ah, that is stunning. And we've talked about we've talked about that guy on the end before too, and we've just neither of us have ever picked up on it. But, but I don't think well, I don't think the guy at the end is the same guy that was working with the GB at the beginning of the movie. No, he's so. he's, he's not that guy. But yeah. I just think in this scene, it seems like we've you know we've yeah. got we've got three guys we know, and then Pat guy. Okay, we're gonna have so. to shake the trees with our people who know Joe to find out if that really is him. Right. Send send out a screen grab. Wow. Now that is really cool. As as a resident professional actress actor person that you, you uh, under SAG rules, how how do you fit into a movie like that? Do you need a waiver if you're not saying anything? You're just an extra, right? I and mean, so you don't really need to be. On... You are an extra, and I, you do, uh, you can be a SAG extra, but you don't have to be. Oh, okay. I think they make more money SAG extras. I think. Yeah. But yeah, you don't have to be. And so I, there you you know I feel like back in the day there used to be a way if you worked did enough extra work you could get like vouchers i think and that eventually you could get into sag that way oh, okay. i honest to god i could have just made that all up yeah but i no, think no, that's the way good. it used to work well i mean how does it how does it work do you just like send in an application and then they i mean does your production company send it in for you how, how did you get your sag card let me put it that way how did how did you wind up wind up getting a sag card i did a kodak commercial with jamie gertz huh? when i was 10 really? yeah um, who was also lovely. I've been very fortunate. Um, and the way it works with SAG, again, I think this is still the, the case, but if you are affiliated with the SAG production, I think you can work once. And then for your second job, they make you join. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't, I got it. I think I just got it from that one. Cause why not? Yeah. I was, I was optimistic about my career then. And I thought I'd work more <laughs> and I did. You did. And you then did stopped. Work. And then I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you found I, other yeah, interests. I think that's how it works. Okay, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I was just, I was just wondering if it was the other way around that you know, it's like, no, you can't work on this thing because you don't have a SAG card. It's more like, no, we're going to hire you, so you better, you know, sign up because we're going to use you in this one. Although the, that also apparently has gotten harder over the years. Um, they used to be, they used to Taft Hartley people, which I think the production company would then pay your initiation somebody uh, will correct me when they listen to this podcast because sure. i may not be right but it's something like that and i think now they don't do that as much because it's expensive and i mean it ain't cheap to join the union yeah i think the initiation is like 2500 bucks or something Woof. Wow. which is funny when when you like you yeah. worked one job and yeah. they're like give us money yeah and there isn't any kodak <laughs> anymore so it's just like wow i know right. again yeah yeah <laughs> Now, I don't think we want to go too far down this road, yeah. but I'm always curious. I mean, is, you know, SAG is the kind of thing that you, as you said, it's just to work on any any production that is a SAG production, you simply have to be a member, you mm -hmm. know, just period. Are are you getting, you know, it's not as if they're helping you find the work. Is that is that true? It is true. I mean, the thing about all of these guys is they're really guilds. They're not unions. Okay. So it's slightly different. Um, I love sag after i think they're great i they really do offer a lot of protections which is huge um because it's actors are so willing to be taken advantage of for work sure um that if, they, work, if working SAG for exposure around, for example exactly <laughs> um and work i mean seriously we'd all work 24 hours a day for a dollar fifty. oh yeah so it's good that they're there for that 
And they do, they do actually do a very good job policing stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, look at Jackie Coogan. You know, all that is directly related yeah. to SAG. And, and oh, sure. It's basically from the abuse. It's, especially when you think about how many kids are in this business. Um, yeah. You, you know, and just things like having having the uh, onset schooling. And yep. you, you went through that. You would you you were you were taught it at, at on set and things like that with with tutors. And yeah. Stuff, so. I had to get there three hours earlier before everybody else on set every morning to to get my schoolwork done. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, they limit the number of hours you can work when you're a kid, which is also really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, look we'll at, do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at America Martin's in this one. She's, you know, Patsy in, in this thing. So they had to like, she, she kind of disappears. If you notice, she just like goes in and out of this picture and you, it's like, wait, what, what happened to the little girl? And she's, she was there for her two scenes. Then when they reset the cameras, she's not, she's not anywhere uh, in sight. So, yeah. And I have to say as a kid too, I mean, I know there are stage parents, my parents weren't, but I also think one of the reasons that they were, they were very comfortable sort of dropping me off wherever I worked was that they knew that there was a union rep somewhere nearby or my agent was there. Like I, I wasn't really going to get into a ton of trouble Yeah. because, so they didn't have to be obnoxious and annoying. They were amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just, just being, and they probably had peace of mind knowing that there were professional people watching out for you and making sure that your needs were taken care of and that you were being, you know, you weren't yeah. going to wander off set and things. Exactly. So, so Jim, it's funny. We, you mentioned, uh, you brought up Poncho Barnes a moment ago and, uh, I, I did have to double check dates, but I was, I was fairly sure of this. So she, uh, helped form the, uh, I think it was the association of motion picture stunt pilots. Hmm. It was actually one of the first unions in Hollywood actually predates SAG by about two years. Wow. No way. So, and that was a that was a big deal in some of those movies because you had these pilots coming in and doing you know flying scenes. Of course, no CG and model work uh, wasn't really in vogue in the very early 30s. We saw a little bit of it, but uh, you just you you have somebody doing the most you know sort of amazing, quite literally sort of death defying thing in an airplane, and then the director says, you know, that was great, but do it faster and come closer to the ground, or Oy. or in, in some cases even actually crashing airplanes was not that uncommon. Uh, you know, flying into a barn and things like that. And some of these pilots were getting pretty banged up. So Poncho was there uh, with uh, with people like, uh, I think, Frank Tallman was probably around back then. Roscoe Turner was uh, was yeah. big at that point. But uh, um, yeah, one of the very first unions in Hollywood was actually for the pilots. And Poncho Barnes did that. She was amazing. It just, it, it, it's an incredible, you know, every time you hear something about her, there's just a little bit more that she did this and she did right. it. A stunning why there isn't a movie about her is kind of a little beyond me. Well, there is, and it's uh, it's it it's the worst casting I think in all of human history. Uh, if you'll oh, no. forgive the hyperbole, um, Valerie Bertinelli uh, plays Poncho Poncho Barnes, and huh. when people who knew Poncho described how she looked, it was everybody loved her to death, and she was uh, I think she was if anything even underrated as a pilot, tremendous. Tremendous early pilot, but, uh, you know, Chuck Yeager, I think the nicest thing he ever said about her was that she looked kind of like a chewed up old shoe. And then you've got, you know, Valerie Bertinelli coming in, this, you know, cute little button nose thing just couldn't be more wrong for the part. And so it's, it's kind of a lower budget film and there's, you know, lots of anachronisms, sort of the wrong airplanes and things. It's still kind of, it's still a charming movie. And if, if you're interested in Poncho Barnes, that's worth seeing. But, uh, if you really want to learn, go check out the, uh, I think it's called The Legend of Poncho Barnes and the Happy Bottom Riding Club, a documentary, which, has a lot wow. of original audio of hers, much, much more interesting stuff. Hmm. And this was this was an absolutely amazing woman, and Aviation would not be anything like what it is, I think, without uh, without her uh, her as a character in it. End of rant. Wow. 
that's super cool. I didn't know any of that stuff about her. Wow, it it, it is it is amazing. And you know, the the thing is, back then there wasn't it wasn't gender specific. I mean, she was she was great on her own. You didn't have to use the qualifier "woman" about her. She was right. She was a great a- aviator, and she also fought for her fellow pilots. And just you know, it, it, it's uh, it was a stunning time. The, the camaraderie that went on back then is just amazing. That I mean, it still continues today. That pe- people in you know on the frontiers of this stuff, we, we've talked with some of these people that were, are going to be coming up in future episodes. But there's just such a an incredible camaraderie about these people facing dangerous uh, seat of the pants flying and things like that, and, and creating new you know, new technologies, but, uh, they all watch out for each other. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice knowing that this stuff going on back then in the thirties is still happening today, that there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of collaboration and, and a lot of, uh, watching each other's backs. Absolutely. That makes me happy. Yeah. I like well, that. And I feel like our work on this planet is done, Jim. Yeah. I think we've, 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 <laughs> you guys, I've we've, learned so much. We've made Ryan episode. happy. Like my mind is completely blown right now. Nah. I learned about Bigelow. I learned about Joe Johnson. I literally, I can't even process all this. No. Um, and I sound like I'm being sarcastic, and I'm actually not. I, I want soup. I just, I really want tomato yeah, soup, really with, uh, soup with 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 rice and. I, I've got a wheel. You can you can <laughs> lick it off if you. <laughs> yeah, I lick, lick some wooden wheels. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta lick the wheel. But yeah, but poor, uh, yeah, poor, poor Jenny there. I keep feeling for her, trying to come up with some way of getting. Yeah, of, of she's trying to be nice, and she just missed the part about him almost dying, dying out in the middle of nowhere. And it it all falls down on Cliff's shoulders. I mean, that's the problem. He's yeah. he's the failure in this relationship. And uh, although I don't know, and, uh, Malcolm is not helping. No, you know, not whatsoever. Malcolm does not have Cliff's back. No, and look, let's face it. Margot does a lovely job of telling the little girl to say no. Yeah. Earlier in the earlier minute, she yeah, couldn't, that's like, true. Hit Malcolm. Well, she, she couldn't. She's, you know. Yeah, she slaps him with a with a fly swat or no, no a, wooden spoon. A, a wooden spoon. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't that's do right. any good. She's got to keep hitting him. No. Well, Obviously. <laughs> she should have used the frying the pan. It is, I mean, she's in a, she's in a kitchen. The frying pan is what you do. Knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the way he keeps gesturing with the soup. That's he, he's he's eating his own soup and he's like waving the spoon around and holding the bowl <laughs> up while he's chatting about what happened to poor old uh, Cliff out there on the runway. <laughs> it's good acting. It, and I wonder what that is in in uh, Malcolm's pocket. He's got a you know he's got a ballpoint pen and then something next to that. Oh, I, I think that's a rule. Is that, I mean, it's a carpenter's is rule. That, I okay, think. carpenter's rule. That's what folds up. Yeah, that would yeah. that would make sense. For some reason, I was thinking it was a, a cardboard box with a Honer harmonica in it. And I have no idea why <laughs> just, I had this peculiar, specific, almost sort of romantic idea what that is. But I think floating, you're right. That is oddly specific. Yeah. He, he, yes. he, he is wearing one of the earliest leisure suits, I think. That's just the, 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 the different colored uh, pockets and all that. But, uh, yeah, that's true. The different colored collar. Yeah. And of course, Those are kind of cool. I, I got to say, I think they're kind of cool. Yeah, leisure suits or coveralls like what Malcolm is wearing. <laughs> the ones that Malcolm's wearing. Yeah, okay. yeah. With the word Bigelow, I see cosplay right here. This is a Comic Con situation. I, I, I can easily. I've got the hair for that. I can, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could totally pull it off. I could pull that one off. I could just get hundred percent. Are, that, are uh, you willing to shave the mustache? That be, oh, I don't know. <gasps> that's oh. like that's like a, you know Samson and Delilah. I don't know. I can't. Uh, I could go to the pencil sized ones and do the Neville Sinclair. I, I want to uh, get one of those. Uh, I want to get one of those Laughing Bandit uh, wigs. That that might be my uh, my cosplay. Being the, laugh, the Laughing Bandit. 
you know, his, uh, historically, every uh, every September we have a big have a, a big band come into our uh, aviation museum, and uh, it's all lit, and we do a big sort of gala uh, '40s hangar dance sort of thing with all the old airplanes around and all this, and I MC that, and uh, uh, that's my that's my shtick is that uh, is that whatever facial hair I happen to be sporting at the time goes down to the pencil fin mustache and the ah. white tux comes out and all. All that sort oh, of thing. Awesome. So look like I'm in, you know, Club Obi Wan. I actually, uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know why I feel like confessing this right now, since uh, after the harmonica the incident. Time. But uh, yeah, this is definitely the time. Um, I own a. Uh, they still make, and I own a tube of Brill Cream that comes out once a year huh. for this uh, this same event. And uh, it's it's ridiculous. You just goop it up into your hair, and then suddenly you've an instant helmet. Wow. <laughs> You're officially a cool person. Yeah. Thank uh, you for that. Wow. That, just, that, makes my, that makes my day. Not everybody has that's, cream, my friend. Well, that's pretty awesome. It's uh, it's there you know, for for emergencies. Uh, a little dabble, <laughs> do you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, wow. Well, I think we've covered everything there is possible to cover in this minute. We've got. I don't even know if anybody's listening anymore. They've probably, probably worn their batteries down. But uh, we're, we're shouting. They're sitting in, the in traffic. Who are you yeah, kidding? Going, what am I? Doing? Right. What am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on at the? Uh, you know, Gremlins Minute is out there too. You can go look at. The, there, we've got a whole bunch of the movies by minute things, and there's there's lots of other things to talk about. But we're we're going to keep talking about the uh, the Rocketeer Minute here. It's such a good movie. It's fun. It's fun. You can you can plug it in anytime and just you know go right through to the end. If it comes on TV, which it hardly ever does, I always wind up watching it to the end. It's like I've seen this too many times. But every everything every minute of it is so much fun, as we're finding out a minute at a time. So a minute at a time. Rayanna, thank, thank you so much for being on uh, this. We've got to have you back on. We will talk some more, some more Hollywood Gosh, stuff. Gosh, thank on. you guys. It's, uh, thank you guys. And listen, call me if you want to unburden anything. Oh, or yeah. <laughs> talk about bad dates. Just, talk about harmonicas or brill cream. I'm oh, here. No. I'll, I'll put you on speaker. Rayanna, I feel like uh, Rayanna, I feel like you and I need to go to Texas <laughs> and take Jim out for surf and turf. <laughs> And <laughs> you know what? You're I right. Feel like that, I feel that, like that would make be everything better. That would be the therapeutic moment. I'd be fine yeah. with a uh, tomato soup and rice. Just, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, don't I'll, sell sell yourself cheap, my friend. Don't do it. Right. Yeah, we'll have the soup. Okay. Rand and I will split a bowl of soup because that's all we'll be able to afford. But Jim, it's and all, no as long movie. As no, I'll yeah, just, said no movie. I'll just be sucking oh, well, we'll uh, an airplane wheel or something. Yeah. But uh, wow, we'll pick you up after the movie. <laughs> Wow. Well, it's been fun. It, it's been it's been great talking about the Rocketeer uh, movie. Some somewhere in all this, we did. I know we talked about it. I've, I've, I have this feeling that somewhere in here we talked about the movie. But uh, we'll be, we did. We will. We will be talking about it some more. And if, if all of you folks would like to be talking about this some more, actually, especially with uh, Rihanna, you can reach. By the way, Rihanna has a quite an internet presence. You can go see her RihannaBlack.com uh, has has her uh, her career and highlights and, and pretty pictures of her. And you're a charming person and you look great on the screen as anyone who hires her and puts her in a movie will find out. So, 10%, Jim. 10, even 15 at this point. I just want 20. Six, six row seats at the premiere. That's all I want. That, that's where six row <laughs> center. If you ever want to, perfect. Done. Okay. Well, uh, well, we'll, we'll see you there at royannablack.com. You can also find her on Twitter at Rihanna Black. Okay, go look go look for her because she's got an interesting Twitter feed. And I'm sure she'll be talking a lot more about the Rocketeer, so if you check in, read, read totally. her Totally. Yes, so sign up for her. Also, we're available at Twitter. Of course, the name is Rocketeer Minute. 
Uh, so we're out there. You can also find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Rocketeer Minute, and the big site, rocketeerminute.com, where we've got all these previous episodes that you can catch up on that you missed, thinking, wow, these people are so fascinating. I have to go back to episode one and find out what's going on. And, uh, and plus, we get, Billy, we get Billy Campbell in here sometimes. So we do have lots of, lots of actors on here, not just Rihanna, but we even have Billy. So, you know, there's all the, all the people, that, the in people come here. There's something for everybody. Exactly, exactly. So, um, Who and, threw the wheel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's coming up soon. See? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Tune in each day. Rihanna, we'll the, find the, out. The queen of callbacks. Yes. She, yes. So, uh, <laughs> Who the mysterious <laughs> wheel tosser was. <laughs> yes, we'll find out very shortly. So, ch- But you got to check back with us. And to check back with us automatically, go over to iTunes, go over to Google Play. You can grab, uh, just, just type in Rocketeer Minute in iTunes or Google Play. Find us, hit subscribe, and boom! Every day you'll you'll get the Who Threw the Wheel episodes coming up. So you'll never be you'll never be at a loss. You'll never be stressed out like somebody ordering surf and turf. Um, but, but we have lots. Yes, it's not a sad note. It's, I, I look finally on it back in the past and makes me appreciate the present. So that's good. Um, but uh, we will be talking some more about about this movie that we've been watching. <laughs> I think, I think we will try to focus, focus, focus. Uh, but we'll jo- join us here tomorrow, which is Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Okay, join us here, and I'm, I think we're going to have somebody else on tomorrow. So check back here on the Rocketeer Minute. So until next time, over and out. Get it, kid.